not smack <laughs> like that? <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> oh shit, we weren't even going yet. Yeah. I mean, we were recording, but I never said, all right, Will, we're live. Give I've been waiting for you to wear this hat for months. I'm not wearing a hat. That one. I wore, I've worn it twice. Yeah. Uh, that's your, what do you call that hat? Did it have a Scarecrow. name? Scarecrow. Uh, that's a black hat. What kind of hat is it? It's not a cowboy hat. Yeah. It's a... Uh, on like a hipster hat. Yeah. Really? It's like one of them black hats. Yeah. It looks like a, it looks like something Indiana Jones would wear in the modern times. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if I it, had to let the hats go. It's not my thing right now. It's oh not, really? It's not the current brand. I always look at that hat and I'm like, I want to wear those type of hats, but I don't. It doesn't feel. I always. I always feel like it's gonna fall off, and I think that causes yeah. me some sort of anxiety. I don't That's like true. that. You got to get it right to you. Yeah, and well, you have your. I feel My like hair your hair grips. just forms to it. Yeah, and it, it grips does. it. Grips it, it. Definitely does, but it uh, still falls off. I feel fucking great. Do you? That's yeah. Great. I'm yeah. Glad you feel great, Darren. I feel real, real good right now. I'm glad real that's sore. How you're feeling right now? Real sore. Yeah, I'm really sore too after what we did yesterday. Yesterday we shot a music video. Yeah, it was a lot of fun for my I song. I had to be someone that wasn't myself. That's what acting you is. You were. I uh, I noticed that um. I, I don't know. This is how I perceive it, mm. and I would love to know your thoughts. Uh-huh. Uh, I feel like when you're in any situation where you're like acting like that, mm-hmm. uh, and especially when the character is not how you are at all uh-huh. um, naturally, uh-huh. it seems it seems like it's like kind of like a low key internal struggle for you to click into that yeah. to it, that. Because I was like, remember, I was like telling you like things. Uh-huh. Not things you should say, uh-huh, uh-huh. but like things that this character would say. Think and feeling, and I can just uh-huh. see you processing it, uh-huh. and it's like you have to like click into it. Uh-huh, yeah, it's like uh-huh. turning a light switch maybe uh-huh. in your brain. Uh-huh. I don't, is yeah, that yeah, how yeah, you yeah, perceive yeah. it as well? Yeah, 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 yeah. You have to see it. That's what I've been thinking about acting a lot lately, and you have to kind of see through a different person's perspective. Hmm. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, is us recording that video was like coincidentally at a time in my life like that I think I will remember for a very long time. Oh, because uh, the the t- the night prior. Yeah, the night prior. Yeah. yeah, and I really didn't sleep, and I was uh, I did, but it was just like it. I was still I was I spent it in complexion. Yeah, and I haven't felt like that in a while. Yeah, like I like I was telling you right before the podcast, I was straight telling you. Uh, I think that was my direct uh, directile direct director? directorial directorial debut. debut. Yeah, I think so. Mm-hmm. Uh, I guess the video is not out, so it's not debuted yet. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, that was the first time I've ever kind of like played director. And I was talking to you. You definitely were. It was cool. I was talking like mm-hmm. uh, inches from your uh-huh, face, uh-huh. and you were looking at me in yeah. the eyes. Yeah. But I could tell you were looking through me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and you just a lot of it you weren't you weren't hearing, uh-huh. and I'd have to tell you again, uh-huh. and then you would just like be like. <gasps> it took me a minute oh. to warm up for sure. Oh, we're here. It took me a minute to warm up. Yeah, but uh, well, I, we started. We all you had to get up at five a.m. Right? Yeah, yeah, I think I got up at five thirty, and we went all the way over to that park. Yeah, uh, I keep smacking my lips now. Yeah, now that you good, pointed it good. out, it's, I hate it. I, it. I'm not bothering. It's not. <laughs> it's not bothering me. Yeah, so we shot a music video uh, yeah. for uh, a yeah. new song, "Petty in the Air," that is out now. It, uh, I I still feel that way, but like, basically, I'll just go ahead and say it. So there's no mystery, but. I saw that movie, 2001 A Space Odyssey, in right. IMAX at uh, the the Chinese Theater mm-hmm. in uh, Hollywood. I've never, actually never been to that theater either. So the screen is huge. huge. Oh, yeah, I've been there. Huge. Not to IMAX, though. Uh-huh. I, I don't think I've ever seen an IMAX movie in my life. Yeah, maybe when you saw Avengers in 2012. You might have saw that in IMAX. Uh, I don't think so. In New I York? Did. I did. 
no, that was uh, 2015 with Avengers 2. Oh, I never, I'm talking about 2012. I never saw the first Avengers. Oh, okay, yeah. Uh, I remember I went to see it in Hollywood. But yeah, I saw this movie. And you know, it's a movie that a lot of people talk about. And I think you honestly need to see it in that form. But it changed me because I realized that like you could do so much with this with this medium. What, film? Uh, yeah, film. And yeah. You know, I've always felt that way. Uh, but, uh, of course, Owen knows every single detail of the movie, and he told me that after, like, Steven Spielberg and uh, George Lucas saw this movie, they considered it the big bang of their generation. Interesting. Uh, and I, I, I felt it. I for sure felt it. At the time... Meaning, like, it was it changed everything? Yeah. Everybody was like, oh, we could do that now? Yeah. We could just... We could, but what I think is the medium has lost is that... They won't let you do that anymore. Yeah. At the time, uh, it said that like fifty percent of the people in the audience left because they were like, "What the hell is this?" Oh, while watching it. Uh huh. In the, the well, theaters. It came out when. Nineteen sixty-eight. Yeah, that's what you said. That's the thing. You would not have known. Yeah, honestly, when movie. you were asking me earlier, mm-hmm. um, before we started the podcast, mm-hmm. I, I have never seen the movie, so mm-hmm. I was assuming, and I've always heard the name. Mm-hmm. I was assuming, like, oh, you know, it's two thousand and one, but it's probably not when it came out. Maybe like nineteen ninety-five. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but no, way no. off. Wow, yeah, that's impressive. I, I didn't know that. I, I'd seen the opening before in film school in like a class where we saw it in the theater, but seeing it here, I remember I intentionally going without knowing anything, mm-hmm. and I'm pretty good at telling when a movie has come come out within like five or ten years. When did the first star wars come out uh, a decade after 77 wow this is before star wars and this is before people even went to the moon dude this is before yeah, humans impressive. even went to the moon and that's why this is so incredible and his movie was before its time in every sense of the form hmm. and i think as artists that's just something that you want you the, his project only becomes greater with time and I'm sure a hundred years from now, people will look back at it to see what a person in 1968 thought the future would be like. So, like, do you think that if you, for the art that you want to make in your life and mm-hmm. that you do make, the intention is always to do that? Like, yeah, what about pretty much? What about like movie? Like, what if you start in a rom com that like blew up your career? Yeah. Like, then you'd put your best effort to make it something that's. But lasting. like, how far are? I mean, how often are rom coms like life changing? It not anymore, and sadly, this generation going forward isn't su- super interested in that rich, medium. Rich, crazy Asians was kind of. I mean, not that it was like it was really good, mm-hmm. and it was a rom com, mm-hmm. but I feel like uh, it was the first like mainstream Asian. One and oh, I feel yeah. like that's kind of life changing. Aquafina is in it, isn't she, she? and she fucking kills it. Oh yeah, I didn't know that she. I've been telling you I think, about Aquafina. I know, for right? Years. <laughs> uh, Twenty twelve. She, she to me uh-huh. was the standout. She was uh-huh. very good. She is good. It's weird. I was telling Ava that uh, uh, Aquafina was. She's like a rapper uh-huh. from Aquafina's like New York. A genius. Uh, uh-huh. It's like is it low key comedy? Uh yeah, it's pretty funny to me. Yeah, just search <laughs> Aquafina, you'll find it. Yeah, but uh, it's the same music videos. I watch them every couple months. She uh, yeah, I was telling That's Ava that you know when you look uh-huh. at when you watch an actor or an yeah. actress in a movie or show or whatever, mm-hmm. and maybe you're exper- like maybe you know their uh their work or you don't, mm-hmm. but when you I don't know if you feel this way and you can tell me, but when I watch them work and act. I can tell, like, I don't know, it's weird, it sounds stupid, but it, it feels like, oh, you were born to do this. Because mm-hmm. then there's some actors who are like, oh, you're reading a script. Mm-hmm. Like, 100%, you're playing this character. Mm-hmm. But there's other people, other actors, that live who, in it. I'm like, 100%, if if this was you in real life, mm-hmm. I would not be surprised. Mm-hmm. Like, they do it so well, and it's so genuine. I don't mm-hmm. know. And I feel like uh, yeah, Aquafina did that for that character. It's a, and that's an incredible trait. Yeah, I need. I, 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 I don't believe in myself as an actor yet. And I think that was her first movie. Yeah, which like, her, no, she was just in uh, the one with Rihanna also recently. Oh, really? I thought... Uh, I, Ocean's 8. I thought I watched an interview, and she said that was her first movie. Maybe they filmed it first. Oh, maybe. 
Uh, or maybe I'm just misquoting her. Yeah, uh, but uh, yeah, so which you, is possible. She came out in two movies within the past like three months, dude. It's yeah. Great. So do you? You think that they always have to be that impactful? Like, what uh, if- yeah. I mean, sometimes they can just be fun and funny. Like yeah. that's what Owen was saying is that like Star Wars is like the fun 2001. Like it's some space, but it was stuff that was still super. Effects. That's so s- impactful. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Star Wars is huge. Yeah, that's, it's more fun though. Yeah, uh, yeah, uh, yeah. Everything doesn't have to be that. Yeah. But I really want to do that. You know, I really don't like to talk about things, mm-hmm. but I really I want to have that impact on my generation mm-hmm. in some way in my lifetime. Like after people saw two thousand one, filmmakers at the time were like, "Oh shit!" Mm-hmm. This is like when Kendrick came out with that control verse, and everybody was like, "Well, we're just." We're, we're, we're going Oh, so there. we're doing that now. Yeah, so we're doing that now. That's yeah. that's the feeling I want. I want, so we're doing that now. Yeah. And uh, that's literally what I texted to, uh, uh, I think, Ricky Mizuno. I was texting that, too. So we're doing that now. All literally right. what you just said. And, uh, yeah, that's that's such a great feeling in art. Uh, the the Big Bang, the new, the new world. Yeah, to make that big of an impact, that's got to feel cool. Mm-hmm. I mean. And especially at the time people walked out the theaters and were like, this is trash. Yeah, I mean, you, it's weird. You hear that back in the day with so many like uh-huh. artists like Van Gogh or something where, uh-huh. I don't know Van Gogh specifically, but uh-huh. artists of that time, it was like they weren't popular until they died. Yeah. And like when they were alive, their art wasn't really appreciated mm-hmm. or worth anything. Mm-hmm. And then when they died, uh, then for some reason it blew up. Yeah, that like, would be really cool. <laughs> no, he has no idea that. I think sometimes you know when you have a certain level of meticulousness. Like, yeah, I think a lot of art, uh, especially when you made it in such a way. I think as an artist, the greatest thing that people that pe- that you can do is be remembered, man. Mm-hmm. As long as people want to still remember you. But you that's, you won't only know life. that you will only know that you're remembered if you were remembered when you were alive. Uh, yeah, I guess you got to live you were, your life. If, if you, you were thought of. Yeah. If you were never thought of and you just like yeah. painted in your garage and no one gave a fuck and then died, yeah. you wouldn't know that you were remembered. If you live your life putting in the effort you think it's going to take to get people to remember you in a good way after mm-hmm. you live, I, I think it can happen. Mm-hmm. Uh, you might not ever see it, but you, you, you still li- that's the only way you can get it. You yeah. know? Or you'll feel it. Who or knows? you'll feel it, yeah. None of us know what it's like you on the other know. side. That's but like you know that I've, I'm sure I've talked to you about this before. But that to me is is uh, heaven, hmm. is uh, everlasting life, living on on Earth because of your work. Because of your work, like the, the wouldn't that be incredible? It would be incredible. Yeah, I um, mean, like yeah, I'm dead, but I'm still there. In the like you know like after Hayao Miyazaki's gone, I'm still gonna be watching that shit till I'm gone. But what about in 500 years? Some people shit. This movie will, will uh, 2001, I think, will still be cool. They'll be like, ha, so? this is what they thought. Wow, 500 in years In a from totally now. different perspective. What the fuck will movies look like in 500 They'll years? They'll be on another level. It'll just be CGI everything? <laughs> That's why I'm trying to get into VR shit, man. Everything will just be voiceover. Voiceover actors will be the number one people. Like, those will be the A-list celebrities. That's the new where you have to be able to put your... Uh, I always thought about, like, what if they had a Twitter that you could you hear? Because I, I think that... Like, I a like Twitter that you hear? What that you hear what... Instead, of you read it, you hear it. Because I, like, I oh, like, like my voice, and I like to say things. And I think sometimes what makes the shit I say funny is the way I say it. Uh-huh. And uh, you can write things in a certain way, but I, I, if there was a Twitter for voice, that would be completely different. So you're saying, like, Vine, then, right? No, it's no video. It's literally just the sound. Interesting. It just reads it to you, or you yeah. record it yourself? It reads it to you. Oh. But, like, what's cool about Twitter is that you hear it in your head. Yeah, I feel like a lot of, like, the memes and, and yeah. things like that, it, you're, really kind, good people. you're hearing it how either you would say it or how your friend would say it. And that's what's cool about and it. And that's why it's like, oh, that's so relatable. It's yeah. so funny. I heard that in their voice, even <clears> though I don't know what they look like. I'm trying to be a meme. How do I do that? 
Yeah. I it, feel like when people try, it never works. It never works. Or for the way that they wanted it to. Or it doesn't work as often. I feel uh, like maybe some people have yeah. succeeded. But Like, even you hear Logic talk about him, not, I mean, becoming a meme, and uh-huh. it's like not what he wanted. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he probably would have chose anything else. I mean, now I'm sure he embraces the biracial thing because yeah, it's funny. Bobby biracial. He's like, if everybody's tweeting yeah, yeah. this shit 24-7. You might as well lean into it yeah. 100%. Because, uh, yeah, I feel like if you go with the internet, it's it's kind of like the ocean. Bobby biracial. If you fight, if you fight the current, yeah, you're just okay. gonna drown. But if you go with it, you'll be surfing uh, on that bitch. I was literally, I was just telling you yesterday, like people are always saying, like fucking like Logic or like all these other rappers, uh, Joyner Lucas, they're like all these rappers are corny or whatever. Mm-hmm. It's just punchlines and whatever. But the thing about Logic is that he's the hardest working person that is at that level. Yeah. Uh, like you still coming out with this many tapes? How? Yeah. Like the because I feel like because he feels like he's being made a fool of. Yeah. He's like, I told you at Danny's, but I. Uh, uh, yeah. I have a friend. He uh-huh. uh, he worked on a Logic set uh, for a cipher that he just uploaded. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know what it's called, but it's he announced like his new album or some mm-hmm. shit. He was the Dark Knight room like everyone else. Uh, everybody figured out that spot. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but he said that Logic is a very very nice mm-hmm. man. He said that he was very yeah. personable. He shared a sandwich with him, a Philly cheesesteak sandwich. Mm-hmm. He said that he was gonna bring him on set again next time. Who knows if that part is fucking true? Uh, not that he didn't say that, mm-hmm. but that if, if Logic actually meant it. Um, but he said, like, yeah, he, he was very interested and asked him questions mm-hmm. and, like, looked him in the eyes and treated him like a real person. Mm-hmm. And I was like, wow, that's cool. Because, like, a lot of times I feel like you hear these celebrities yeah, who put on this. Popular. They put on, like, they get super popular mm-hmm. and they have, like, this positive mm-hmm. facade and, mm-hmm. like, I'm all for the people. But mm-hmm. then when you meet them, they're kind of shitty mm-hmm. or low-key, like, mm-hmm. not about that at all. Mm-hmm. So it's. I saw somebody posting about that on Instagram. It did make me like Logic even more to know, like, oh, he is, like, my... And he really does have to work for it. Like, he he really does. He reminds me of my my brother-in-law so much. Yeah, he really really Mm -hmm. does. And uh, he just, like... People don't really like want to see him succeed in the rap game. Yeah. Uh, Well, people don't really want to see a lot of... Honestly, a lot of people don't want to see white rappers. Uh, yeah, fucking that succeed. look like that. Honestly, uh-huh. yeah. like if we're being real, like yeah. uh-huh. any any big white rapper, mm-hmm. like even Eminem these days, who has been beloved for mm-hmm. you know beloved mm-hmm. for years. Mm-hmm. If you go on Reddit, they shit on him one hundred percent. Granted, is you know mo- most recent his last not the album that he just mm-hmm. dropped, but the one prior was really bad. Yeah. Apparently, oh, I didn't listen to it. But that's what everyone's saying. Uh-huh. Uh, but they're they're so quick to turn because yeah. five years ago everyone would have never said I, I anything. I must listen to this new tape. I listened I, to it this morning. I'm, I'm honestly uh, I, I've not listened to a lot of Eminem. Uh, I'm familiar with all of the the tropes and mm-hmm. mom's spaghetti. Uh, but uh, yeah, I gotta give it a listen. I'm one of those people that I, I don't really like the yelling at the mom stuff, I'm yeah, like, and the violence to, yeah. to women shit. And I heard there was some homophobic lines in this tape. I'm like, I'm really, I'm, I'm pretty sensitive about those types of things. Yeah, obviously, and I mean, you know, in music in particular, as a comedian, I have a f- different opinions. So but, uh, uh, yeah. I listen to, I still have to, f- but yeah, uh, I gotta give it a listen. There's two more songs at the end that I, I need to hear, but yeah. uh, I've heard everything prior, and honestly, I actually like it. It, mm-hmm. it's Eminem is the type of guy where you really have to be in the mood. You have mm-hmm. to be mad or some shit yeah, because okay. I'm not just going to be driving around yeah. listening to Eminem. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's too violent. It's too angry. It's too in your face. But like, honestly, he went in on all of these rappers. Every song is about dissing every rapper. Like he That's dissed, he dissed uh, Drake, Kanye, uh, Lil Yachty, Lil Pump, Machine Gun Kelly, he, all these motherfuckers. It's so fun, and yeah, uh, it's also part of rap music. Yeah, uh, but it, what's funny about if Eminem? You, if you can't take the heat. Get out the kitchen. What's funny about uh-huh, Eminem? Uh-huh. That I feel like other rappers don't really do as much. Uh-huh. Not you know, not one hundred percent, but. Mm-hmm. 
he he like he has a lyric where he I don't know what it is verbatim, but he's like essentially saying like I'm not doing no sneak disses. This is yeah. no subliminal. <laughs> Kel- yeah. Machine Gun because, Kelly, I'm calling you out because like, nobody it's wants so to. Great. I, I, I'm sure I've talked to you about this in real life. I say there's a couple rappers that people don't want to go for. Eminem, you don't want to go for it. Yeah. Kendrick, no one's trying to go at. Yeah. Like J. Cole, no one's trying to go at. And it's an honor for them to have that kind of title where people don't want to go at you. They worked for it. Uh, like Drake, everybody's trying to go at you. Even yeah. Eminem went on Drake on this. Eminem yeah, yeah. knows Drake, they're friends. Yeah. But like. He yeah. went at it multiple times too. Uh-huh. Uh, he said that he was the best part of the Forever song. Like, you know, the, the single. Uh huh. Yeah, from a decade ago. Yeah, which that's all. I was also like, why are you bringing up some old, some old, old shit? shit. <laughs> old, old shit. I wonder what Drake is like at home. He's like, all right, I'm still living my life. Yeah, I feel Dr- good. Sometimes I don't. I, I'm sure he doesn't care. Uh, or maybe what, actually, if maybe you want to have the top spot. That's what you have to deal with. Maybe he does it's, care. It's the absolute hardest to have the top spot. Yeah. Because everybody's going to come for you. Yeah. And if you can't take the heat, get out the kitchen, especially in the rap world. Uh, what was I going to say? Yeah, I, I liked mm-hmm. the album. But uh, I don't, you know. Again, I don't know okay. when's the next time yeah. I'll listen to it. Yeah, I heard that he said some homophobic things about Tyler the Creator. I kind of gave it a look, and I was like, "Ooh, I don't. I'm not gonna support." Yeah, that. he like censored it in the song, uh-huh. but like he yeah. still said the lyric. Uh, yeah, yeah, I don't know. I don't. I don't know why he's coming at Tyler. I uh, maybe Tyler uh-huh. called him out or something. I, I don't. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know yeah. the backstory I mean, there. There's ways to do it, but like, yeah. But you know, in rap beef, you but know, yeah, like, yeah. they say you can say whatever you want. You know, like, what's something I want to do and people don't believe me? Like, I want to go to, like, a, a rap battle, like, one of those where it's, like, a hundred. Like, you know what, that guy, Eight Disaster. Yeah, 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 oh, yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I want to do that. King of the Dot. Yeah. I'm, like, I'm I'm, I'm not angry, but I'm intense enough that I think that I can floor some of these fools. Yeah. Like, I don't pay, I'll come dressed in the in the Argyle socks and everything. I don't give a damn. Like, you the would, Uber's going to be right outside for me to escape with after well, I destroy some of these fools. One thing, but, I mean, I used to be very, very into fucking rap battles. Uh-huh. I used to. You did used Grind to Time, King of the Dot, used to watch all that shit. Yeah, I used to fucking love it. Yeah. But it's weird. I stopped following it like after 2013, 2014. I remember when you used to watch that. Uh, yeah, yeah, I used to watch it all the time. Shout out to Disaster. Yeah. Disaster's fucking crazy. Uh-huh. Uh, but I stopped following it and I think they all yeah. kind of went under. It's not really a thing right I'm now. I'm like, man, it was popping. And it was weird. Like yeah. Eminem, like executive produced like a, a, a movie mm-hmm. that's supposed to come out. It's called, I think mm-hmm. it's called like Body Eater. Yeah. I don't know what it's called. Well, we're in a time where PC culture is not asking for it. But they, that's the point I was going to get to. At those places, they don't it's, give a fuck. It's really bad. You say it's, anything. It's anything. And um, that's what I'm just about to say. And, a, and another thing is why I think that maybe, I mean, these... these Which is why it would be hard for me to succeed there, these but dudes I still want to try. These dudes are fucking, they got bars, for sure. Yeah, yeah. But the yeah. reason I think that it would be, you wouldn't get destroyed, is because uh, it's pretty much kind of a comedy show yeah, as well. Yeah, it's a comedy show. It's like, can you make them laugh at it, who, And you can easily person. make them laugh. Yeah. And sometimes, you know, disaster will say like just a funny punchline mm-hmm. and yeah. the whole crowd yeah. will go crazy. If I come out here and I'm ready for you to laugh at me, yeah, I look I'm the dumbest looking dude in here. Duh. But, no matter what room I go in. That's why it was great. <laughs> My it was kind of ain't the same. It was like comedy. It's like not yeah. all of it had to be like I'm a shoot up your family yeah, type yeah. of vibe. And I'll go there. Not shoot not shoot anybody up, but yeah. I can be intense too. That's what people don't expect out of me. Is I, I'm I'm just as mad as all of these fools and not in a violent way. In a tug your heartstrings cuz I'm pissed at your actions kind of way. What did you say yesterday? <laughs> we were filming yesterday and uh, Will's character had to be mad, and he was screaming at me. What'd you say, you biscuit? You from that biscuit lip. What'd you, what'd you I say? I was like, uh, you biscuit eating son of a bitch. Uh, no, you like biscuit lip eating bitch ass jelly motherfucking bitch or whatever. I don't know what you said. You just uh, yeah. went off. Yeah, and it was I, I like funny. To do that. Uh, you just go. Uh, yeah, I like to. Uh, it's fun. But 
Okay, so I released a song called Petty in the Air. That's out. You can go stream it. But you also... I did. Son Life of, is mine. Son of a bitch on the same day as me, motherfucker. I know. What a coincidence. I know. Uh, again. Uh, I, I'm not tripping on that. What's it, yeah, what's it called? Life is mine. Color. Why, why the color? Stone. I didn't know uh, that. Uh, why is color in parentheses? What does uh, that mean? I, that's just how I always felt. As soon as I uh, uh, created the song, as soon as I finished it, I was like, ah, this song is in color for sure. Yeah. But like a like a a grainy nineteen uh, sixties type of like the first type of color they ever had. Hmm. But we'll see. So how long? When did you make that song? Uh, I wrote it. See, that's the thing about the song is I wrote it back in April. Yeah, I think I changed one or two lines. Was but, that uh, one of the ones that you showed me? Uh, I'm trying to. Mm-hmm. You show shit all the time. Yeah, I got a lot. And then you don't <laughs> ever put it out. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm trying to figure out when you showed me that. A long time ago. Yeah. This is the first song that me and Desmond created called Scotty. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh huh. And that's uh that's your family right there, right? Yeah, yeah. My mom, uh, I created this in the bay at my house in my sister's studio. And this is the first time my my mom has ever been like, oh, you created that at your house? At, at the house in the bay. Oh yeah, shit. we created this in the bay. Uh, and uh, they were like, my my mom was like, she started telling that story as she always tells her favorite <laughs> when she feels proud of me. <laughs> uh, uh, and uh, she she uh, she told me she actually liked it. And look, that's the thing about my mom and my dad uh, that they. They're they're pretty critical. I mean, they ne- I, I've created. My mom's thrown so many of my drawings away. They don't care about. They don't give a damn about the things I make. So the fact that my mom said that she liked it, hmm. I was like, well, this might as well be the first official Arsenio Silverstone song. Interesting. Yeah. So she gave you a compliment. Yeah, I was like, oh, thanks. Mom. Was it sly or was it just like it was nice? Wow. It was nice, and she said that she liked it a lot. Your mom is so funny and so, like, dry humor, but also not at the same time. Yeah. I can't even picture... Not that she doesn't compliment people, because yeah. she's complimented me before, yeah, but, but not I me. can't hear it. I can't <laughs> yeah. imagine it. It's weird. It was weird. That's why it's a noteworthy moment in my life. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, like like I said, when I used to draw when I was a kid. I used to love drawing. My mom used to just throw my drawings away. She's drawing all these pointed nose characters. You, you think that <laughs> if you told her it was a noteworthy moment of your life, how would she react? Uh, you no, my mom's a little bit different now that she's retired. So she's been a little bit more emotional. Oh, really? Uh-huh, yeah. So maybe she might be into it. But, I could uh, <laughs> see, like, being around kids all day yeah. would keep you tense. And yeah. maybe if you're not. That's why I always say, like, my mom, my entire life has been a teacher. So, like, the fact that she had uh, 30 kids mm-hmm. at any moment, like, she was never about to come home and wipe my nose and ask me why I'm crying. Yeah. She just did that for all these other uh, kids. Did she teach? Uh, how old? Sixth when... grade for the longest. Oh wow! Yeah, for how at old least is that? That's that's plus five, so like ten, eleven. Oh wow! Oh, that's yeah. the trick. Holly. That's yeah. right. You always teach me that. Yeah. Wow, ten or eleven. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. My mom had a daycare too. That's funny. Yeah. Our our moms uh, both worked with kids. Yeah. Mine were all the same age as me too. When I was like, we were, uh, I think I was like four. So all yeah. the kids were four, running around yeah. four or five. <laughs> but it was dope because we had my mom like built like a. Kind of like a, not like a Chuck E. Cheese, obviously, but like whatever the lowest key version of that is in a, a garage, gym? Yeah. but not even a jungle gym. Yeah. It's just like painted cool. Yeah. And there's like some Legos. Yeah. But as a kid, that yeah, looks like, incredible. That's it. that's it. Yeah. So, so we had that and we would just run around. I, I enjoyed it, but that. I don't really, I don't really remember it much. Yeah. Uh, cause I was four, four. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I feel like, yeah. uh, maybe, I don't yeah. know. I, my mom did get out of that game. Yeah. Out of the kid game, so I yeah. feel like uh, I wasn't affected as far as that front yeah. goes. Yeah, my, my mom, mom still hugged me and tucked me. And, yeah. you know, and yeah. w- my mom like told me a story. Like people who are mothers like think their kids are cute. Like I never, my mom, I've never, my mom doesn't make me feel like she thinks I'm cute. 
like uh, as like, an adult what do you yeah, mean like, like if you're a mom if you're like a first time mom you never had a kid before you'd be like oh my god I love my child so much what you're so, saying when they're younger or yeah, when, yeah, they're, when they're younger like when oh she like, didn't do that like yeah my mom was never like oh my god like like you're like what did you do at school today yeah. <laughs> like no it's like but you're not the first kid uh yeah my mom's second kid yeah, yeah so yeah what about do you think she did that uh, my sister no I don't think so I think we pretty much had the really same even as ki- even as babies I mean maybe as a baby I think as a baby huh. yes as a baby my mom does remember being a ba- me being a baby yeah. she does like me as the a baby. second you but started second, talking yeah i became a kid so yeah it's another kid just like the rest of these kids She's just saying too much yeah uh so but i appreciate it that your song is on streaming platforms Hell yeah spotify soundcloud uh, dibbly doo dabbly dong 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 i don't know where it's at that's, i need somebody else to handle this stuff for me that's a, no you don't you can do it all yourself uh, <laughs> that's why the, the song came out late was because i was the one that uploaded it yeah mm. uh see it's, it's the shit I, mentality i heard you say this recently uh-huh. i don't know if you said it in person uh-huh. or if i watched a video and you said it uh-huh. you, you were talking to your mom or uh-huh. fuck i don't know my memories are all coming one but you said that your mom said that you've always done things half-assed oh yes mm-hmm. did you say that in a video or i've was... said that multiple times yeah it's so I don't true know. it's true it's very true it's true it's very true Why? it's very true i think i get to 95 percent, and then i'm like i kind of glitch and i'm like yeah, and uh, then on to the next, and then on to the next. It's yeah. so detrimental. It's it's very detrimental. It's uh, I, I've literally just had this conversation with someone in the professional world. But the uh, yeah, the thing is, you are aware of it. How come if you're aware of it, you should be able to like uh, yeah. If it wasn't detrimental and it was I think fine, then that's don't what's change. been changing about me over the past couple of weeks. If we're really just gonna talk about it, I've been trying to figure out how to like. I'm trying to be the avatar. It's like how can I really do all of these things at once? And I've learned it's that you have to really complete them. Yeah. And I'm been in a transitionary phase. I think I'm getting better, but it's slow. Huh. Uh, yeah, I'm definitely better than I was a year ago, and uh, definitely guess, better than two. I guess that's all. That's all you can ask yeah, for. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Will and I have a song out. Let's take a break. We'll come back and answer <laughs> we these. We both damn... coincidentally have songs out. Yeah. That's the second time this happened. Uh huh. Yeah. The first time yeah. we were living in the same place, but weren't speaking to each other. <laughs> uh, I thought you did it on purpose. I was like, I dropped on the summer solstice. I really did. Yeah. I was like, there's no way Darren knew or the fall solstice. I was like, there's no way you knew it was the fall solstice. I dropped on. The reason I dropped that day is because it was the Friends reunion. <laughs> and the what song, a coincidence. And the song was a Friends theme song. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, Petty in the Air on Spotify. Go listen to that bitch. Uh, you bring us back in. Welcome back to the Sheet and Text Back podcast. This is the next part. <laughs> pretty, pretty good, pretty good. Uh, this is where we answer, or listen, I should say, listen to your voicemails. If you want to call the hotline, the number is... That break was a long time. What do you mean? That was like maybe 10 minutes. Oh, I feel like so many things happened between you and I emotionally. If you want to call our hotline and leave us a, a good-ass voicemail, you can. the number is 213-373-3979. You got it? I got it. Write that shit down. Cause I'm gonna forget it, and I, you know, I'm, I have a bad memory. I'm not gonna be able to tell you in the future. Blast that shit back if you blast it. Uh, should we jump into the first one? Uh huh. Are you ready? Uh huh. All right. No talking, just listening. Okay. All right. Pay attention. Okay. All right. Okay. Open up your mind. I thought you were gonna say mouth. <laughs> hey y'all, I just wanted to say that I love the podcast. Appreciate y'all very much. And I'm in my freshman year of college right now, and. I was just wondering if y'all had any tips on trying to get me a man and not some gangbanger type, but, like, a real man. Any words, thoughts? Go on a tangent. I don't even care, man. Later. 
I don't want no gang. Ba- I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I, I feel like I know where you're from immediately. Uh, how do you get a man that's she not? She said she don't want no gangbanger types. <laughs> <laughs> if he comes in my house, all gangbanging me and my family up. <laughs> uh, uh, what gangbanger? <laughs> when people say, "Do you bang?" That just means like, do you uh, do some gang shit? Yeah, like uh, you in the hood. Yeah, I remember what I always thought was funny. I always remember as in high school they showed all the they had a sign that had all the list of gang uh, affiliated na- affiliated names that people weren't uh, allowed to associate with in school, and it wasn't like Bloods and Crips. Yeah, it was like the Swag Boys and all these other like uh, weird names that you've never heard of. I just realized Bloods mm-hmm. and Crips are like the most famous ones. I really don't Out know here. Any, I don't really know any other ones. Uh, yeah. Uh, are there any like do uh, all of them have a dance? Uh, do all of them have a dance? I don't think so. The Crip yeah. Walk? But now, if you go out to Compton out here like I did, you will clearly see, oh, that's a blood and that's a crib. Or, like, people are really dressed like that. And it's like, just oh, my goodness. all red, all blue? Yeah, uh-huh. And it's just like, yeah, that's a real thing. That's not even convenient. How do you find a full blue <laughs> outfit? And, and what's crazy is even the kids. Like, the kids are running around with all red on, too. And I'm really? like, yeah, this is just, this is something else. That's dangerous. Yeah, it is. It is. It, it's another lifestyle. It really is. Uh-huh. Like, I, I've had someone talk to me about it once, and they said, uh, uh, the reason why people are like that uh, is because that's the the life that they know. Like they they mm-hmm. they they, they, grew call, up with they it. care uh, they care so much about uh, where they're from, willing to die for it because that's literally as far as they've been. It really is the world to them. Yeah. And uh, so like I uh, uh, for for, for uh, why are people so sensitive about the city that they come from? I think that's where it comes from in death at, at its deepest stages. I was, uh, but that's a different topic. I was watching a show <clears throat> that's based in L.A. Uh-huh. and uh, they were talking about uh, this the, this character was from Compton. Uh huh. And uh, he was telling him how uh, most people, in a, I don't know if this is fucking true or not, mm-hmm. uh, it's a TV show, but he was saying, most people from where I'm from, even though we live 40 minutes from the beach, we've never seen the beach before. That's what I'm saying. And I said, that's man. crazy. That's, and it's true for where I'm from. I'm sure I've told you about this like, kid that I knew. It's mind-blowing uh-huh. to know uh-huh. people in middle America who uh-huh. have never seen the ocean. Yeah. Imagine living 40 minutes away and never seeing it. And never going it. that far. That's yeah. fucking uh-huh. crazy. Yeah. And uh, uh, like where I'm from, we have the BART. You can get on the bar and go that's pretty the, much that's anywhere. The metro or, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. like in in the Black Panther movie, the thing that they're fighting on. Uh, oh yeah, yeah. Is inspired by the bar. That's what really tripped me about, and I didn't realize till the second time I watched it, uh, because it takes place in Oakland in the beginning. Uh-huh. Like this is the fucking bar oh, yeah, in metaphor it, form. It, it, it How did someone make this and it wasn't me? Yeah, you know. Uh, uh, but uh, yeah, you have the bar and you still can't uh, go over there, and it's just like that's why. Uh, as I get older, I, I I need to make it my effort to uh, make sure that people get places as get as far as they can, mm-hmm. especially people from the places like I was from, because that was very much done for me. Yeah, uh, through the youth center that I went to the Rise Center. Took kids all, all over the places. So how did, how does she find a man that's not a gang Oh, banger? yeah. Uh, well, uh, uh, let's just assume where she's at. What do you think? What state? She's definitely in Alabama. I'm just kidding. Oh. Uh, she, she's in college, so she's probably at, like, Berkeley. Okay. <laughs> but, so like, she transferred see, to Berkeley. Thing. I would say look for a man that's very nicely dressed, but yeah. you never know. They're gangbangers of all different types. What's nicely dressed They're to you? They're gangbangers that wear suits. They're gangbangers uh-huh. that wear baggy jeans. The ones in the suits yeah. are the ones you gotta be a so if he's really fucking nice to you in a way that you don't understand but seems to have this really dark side to him he mm. might be a gangbanger like he hangs out in the shadows well, a lot i'm thinking like a miami douche like he like wears an all-white suit oh. with a black shirt on the inside and like a gold chain actually that's kind of fly might do it 
<laughs> but you did wear a gold chain in the music video. Uh, yeah, Ava styled it. It was very weird to have a necklace on. I was like, wow, this is different. It feels different. Yeah, it definitely felt different. Like, that's foreign. That doesn't. Yeah. I normally don't feel something yeah. there. Yeah, yeah. It was a good touch though. Yeah. Uh huh. Yeah. Uh yeah. To find not find a gangbanger man. Uh, I think that uh. I, I really, you gotta find somebody that loves you for who you are. I mean, gangbangers will too. He, yeah, even if they're in a gang, and he'll tell you he'll be like, "All those other dudes out there don't fucking love you like I do." Uh-huh. If if he tells you shit like that, he's to see that's what you don't want to do. You Wait, are you saying get, that that's a good thing or that's a bad, a bad thing? thing. Oh, if okay. he's like, all these other motherfuckers don't love you. Uh-huh. If he tries to convince you that other people don't love you and shit. And that vein is popping uh, out that vein is on popping, his he's neck. Like, man, as soon as I get rich, you and me will be fucking all the time. <laughs> <laughs> like, then he's probably a bad dude. Uh, uh, damn, we joke about that, but that's uh, actually some people's yeah, reality. Uh-huh, and uh-huh. I'm really, so, I'm sorry for uh-huh, you. Yeah, uh, but if, uh, yeah, that's a real thing. If that's <laughs> your reality, uh, this is a PSA for you. Uh-huh. Uh, life can be really good. And, uh, I know it sounds like there's no escape. Mm-hmm. Uh, it seems like there's no one you can turn mm-hmm. to. No one to trust. And I, I feel that way sometimes, too. It's like, and, and especially, I feel like people, we naturally have this thing where we're attracted to, to, to someone who's terrible for us. Like, people ask me why I don't date. It's because I know my taste is terrible. Well, it's like, <laughs> it's like looking at, like, a train wreck or a car yeah. crash. Anytime you hear that, yeah, and the horns and the shit. Yeah. Everyone looks. Yeah. You don't, but like the uh. normal person looks, breaks their damn neck to just see if there is even a fender bender. Yeah. So it's it's like the same thing with in I real life. See that. For some reason, we're attracted to people that cause us stress, Internal anxiety, stress. Yeah. yeah. Oh God, it's, it's crazy. Like I, I just think about some of the, like, I, you know me. I'm a, I'm a hopeless romantic, and mm-hmm. I think about some of the girls that I've loved, and I'm like, man, like. Oh. And I think a lot of people feel that way. It's like I love you, I love you deeply, and I. I, I but you're also not good for me. And I think that's just yeah. like such a young person thing. Uh, to find someone that's or to be with somebody who's not good for you. Yeah. No, nah, there's grown ass people who are still, still dating going people. Through it. Yeah. Yeah. Still one hundred percent going through. And that's what it. everybody tells me. They're going like, through Will, the you need mud. To date even more people and like. It, get through it i'm like oh god uh, uh but yeah it's just a maybe download tinder i love you that, that's definitely get away from there i think you should focus on yourself and just do everything you can uh to to make sure that you satisfy every part of your own being you don't need a man or a woman uh no, all you need is you. all you need is you and i think also like uh reflecting that's on the, the fact that shit. the universe is there and real and and is in, is is there uh, focus on your spirituality. Like, mm. yeah, I guarantee you will never accidentally gang date a gangbanger. I think it's getting a gangbang. <laughs> I mean, unless that's what you want to do. True. Uh, uh, I, they, I guarantee you, you will never get into it with a gangbanger. You think we should get into a gangbang? Like, do you think in your lifetime that experience will be worth it? I'm, I've mentioned this before. It's got to be, I'm like, I'm really a two-person kind of person. Like, when there's like... You and two other people? No, it's a, it's a me and one other person. Uh kind of deal so like, a couple. i feel like if it gets more too more than too much more than that uh-huh. it's like what are we doing here it's like <laughs> what's the point <laughs> what's the point like i don't even like this person yes yeah, too <laughs> much going on yeah that's a. I, I really g- want to make that a sketch because i could just like <laughs> i don't know if i uh, i just saw that in my head yeah like people out there going to like these yeah. you know these sex parties i, I mean like, uh-uh. I, su- I salute like, you i really do i remember when but i was God younger damn. and you hear about parties and they're like everybody was fucking i'm, I'm like, like what, what? <laughs> I don't want the invite. I really don't want the invite. Yeah, and me and all my cousins, we all got to go. Like, I know. I know. I, I, when we were kids, you would hear stories like that all the time. It's just like, oh, yeah, we all fucked. I'm yeah. like, 
in the uh, same room. I'm sorry, I think we were just nerds. I mean, uh, the lights were off, but yeah, we yeah. we were all fucking like that is weird. Yeah, this is what's gonna uh, be my issue of getting in the rap game. Well, think but, about uh, the people who that is normal to them. I know, yeah, yeah, which is cool. And then they listen to us say and that, they're like, and they're these like, fucking, lame fucking losers. See, that's the thing. I'm totally cool with being lame. Yeah, I, I, like I said this a couple months ago. I feel like. I'm like so lame and so cool at the same time. Like mm-hmm. I'm not I'm not a percentage more the other way. Yeah. And that is my internal struggle. So does that yeah. make you average? Uh I guess. Does it balance out in yeah. averageness? Yeah. I'm just like I, I, I recognize that there are parts of me that I think are really cool and I think that only I can do certain things in the world. Name one. Uh just the, all the shit that I do. I said like, name one, uh, bitch. Make a late night talk show out of your living room. Okay. No one else can do that. I'm, well, you could now that somebody else did it. But I'm sure, and like I said, this idea is other people's ideas too put together. But like doing something like that, that's something that I can do. And I think that's really cool that I did that. But at the same damn time, I'm a fucking son of a bitch. I'm boring on Saturday. Every Saturday night for all summer, I was in my living room by myself. All life. Uh, all of life. <laughs> all uh, of, all life. of my life. Yeah. I've, uh, I've been in my room uh, <laughs> contemplating my uh, existence. And like, so like at the same time, I'm like really lame. And I think uh, it, to, to a certain perspective, uh, yeah, so I appreciate that about myself. You want to go to Dave and Buster's tonight? Hell yeah! Do you Th- really? Actually, that is kind of a. What day is it today? Friday. Oh, this is the day that people go to Dave and Buster's. Yeah. And then maybe we can go to Ohm and go a a a. Just like the old times. Yeah. Why not? Let's think about it. All right. Let's, I like it though. Should we play the next one? Uh huh. What's up, guys? My uh, girlfriend, well, I guess ex girlfriend now, of three years left me last week. What do I do? How do I get over it? Thanks. Well, God damn, you're going is, through it. This is the one that I like. Do you think that you're an expert in this? Uh, yeah, I'm a. I uh, it's a guilty pleasure. Love it when my friends go through breakups. As an as an eternally single person, that's when your friends start loving you again. Wait, what's your guilty pleasure? When uh, your friends when get friends heartbroken? Through, when they get heartbroken, they always come to me first. That's I, the most evil shit you've ever is. said. It is. It's <laughs> guilty pleasure. It's just like it, so you, it just you, it's it's a it's a fact of life. I feel like people like. You know, it's, I've talked to you about this before. Every time one of my friends goes through a breakup, uh, then like uh, they, uh, they call excited. me and they and tell you're excited. me. And I'm like, cool, and we can be friends and we can hang out. And then like, all right, then I find somebody else. And I'm like, oh. <laughs> well, it was cool. For that but two this weeks. this is what you do. This is what I tell my friends to do when they get a breakup. You got to get in the gym and whoop your fucking ass. You really do say shit like <laughs> <Yeah>. that. <laughs> you got to find out what that thing that they liked and what they what they wanted you and to And make be. it better. And you got to be better at it because that's what's interesting about relationships. They uh, What you do is find out about yourself through another person and they, they teach you so much. Yeah. And uh, they uh, you can find they out. They really do. Wow, relationships and you, do. And they, they teach you what you need to improve on. If I had a girlfriend, she would have told me that all I do is I half-ass do things. She yeah. would have figured that out because she would have spent so much time with me. Yeah. But as a person... And wait, what would that have done for you? Uh, I would have found it out that way. Yeah, even though your mom's been telling you your whole uh, life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And th- Mommy, you, we don't listen to you, you. you. What you're telling me is what everybody in the world needs to realize. Yeah. yeah. But uh, yeah, you find out what's not good about you. That's how people find out the truth about themselves. They let somebody in really deep. I let all my friends in. I let everybody in too deep. I'm an oversharer. Uh-huh. So everybody ends up getting oh, yeah, we, we realized that at the beach. Yeah. Uh, you're an oversharer. Yeah. Ava's an oversharer. Yeah. I am not an oversharer. Yeah. I, I only tell some people some things. Yeah. Yeah, and that's why I think I end up learning the truth about me and all my flaws and shit, and I just end up being okay with it. But this is what I tell my friends that go through a breakup. Mm-hmm. Uh, figure out what, what's wrong with you. 
Uh, and now you gotta uh, what you agree with you what you think uh, was this true for all times and now you gotta uh, you gotta do that you gotta be the best you possible mm-hmm. be the best you possible I, I don't, I'm not anti-relationship and if you listen to our podcast it will definitely sound that way but uh, I side note he does try to make it sound that way in real life but all he talks about is girls all he talks about is love I, I'm obsessed with I'm obsessed with romance yeah but I just don't think that people should. Uh, I don't, I'm like be dependent well, on it. People, people shouldn't be dependent on the other, yeah. on the other person. I agree with that. I, mean, I, I, I don't think it's healthy to be dependent on a relationship. Uh, yeah, yeah. And, Anytime you, you hear the story where it was like, man, like got into this relationship and all we did was spend time together, 100. percent I stopped talking to my friends. If yeah. they ever say I stopped talking to my friends, yeah. that relationship was doomed yeah. from the jump. Yeah, and I, I feel that way now. Like we're t- we're finally getting to that age where people are like all getting together and they're finding their person, and I just feel like I'm like the farthest away I could possibly. be be from being in love with somebody mm. and uh i think i'm just kind of sad about it <laughs> so oh, i'm really? like why where's everybody at where, why are we out here still playing you and know I'll, I'll still be out here still playing you know the thing that i realized that i'm yeah. sad about recently about life uh not even really sad but just yeah. like i've kind of uh subconsciously avoided it not intentionally at all mm-hmm. i think it's just in my brain mm-hmm. uh <clears throat> i realized that i wish i had filipino friends that were like me uh Cause I was like, oh man, it'd be amazing to have conversations, and be like, did your family do this when you were younger? Yeah. And they'd be like, my family did do that when we were, and then we laugh about yeah. it, and it'd be funny. Yeah. Uh, I was talking to Keith the other day. Uh-huh. Uh, Keith, shh, don't text me. Keith is a black man, uh-huh. and uh, he was telling me about reality shows that he used to watch. He used to love Flavor Flav. Oh the, yeah. What was Flavor Flav's reality show? Uh, Flavor of Love. Flavor of Love. Uh-huh. And uh, um, we were talking about how we loved reality TV. And uh, I asked if he ever watched Jersey Shore. And he's like, nah, I never got into that. And I was like, really? Why? It's so funny. He's like, I like watching people that look like me. And I was like, oh, that's what that feels like. I guess that is true. I didn't know what, like. People do like to look at people that look like them. And then last year, like, when the whole, when I realized, oh, Bruno Mars Filipino thing. Mm -hmm. And I realized, like, oh, wow. He's, like, the only one out here really doing it for us. I I I realized what that felt like. You know I love Filipino people. Like, there's no doubt about it. Like, 50% of my friends are. Mm -hmm. Uh, Yeah, dude. Uh yes, I agree with you. Do it. It's it's like hanging out with family, low key. Yeah, 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 yeah. Phil- I, I, all my Filipino friends' families just pull me in. Yeah, and uh, I, I, like I, they do not discriminate towards me, and I I feel very happy about that. We do when you leave. Uh yeah, and like you know you've seen Get Out, and <laughs> when you leave, they <laughs> yeah. make fun of you. Uh, you've seen Get Out. There's always that one Asian family uh, guy, uh, but like uh, oh, yeah. there was an Asian family. Huh? There was yeah, uh huh. And that's it's a, a thing about racism, and as an African american person like you know i've i'm very i'm also into a lot of asian things and like sometimes you know like uh i do feel discriminated against towards uh, from asians uh-huh uh-huh yeah um which is fine like you know i don't give a damn like uh, yeah. i'm just cool but you say whatever racist shit you want to me uh oh well can't change it but uh yeah i've never felt that way from a filipino family i've never felt like they were like get this nigga out of here oh really uh-huh uh but that's just the ones i know Huh. I'm sure there are racist people of all kinds. Yeah, I'm sure. But, uh, yeah. Uh, I This is just my brain going there. I really liked how you said, I don't give a damn. Yeah. It had a lot of spice behind it. Yeah, it's fine. Like, I mean, I just, I don't really, uh, racism is cool. Like, fine. Like, racism is not cool. There, what are you saying? There's nothing I could do about it. I'm going to cut that, just that one clip of Will saying racism is racism cool. Racism is cool, yeah. I don't give a damn. Racism hey, is cool. Th- this, this is my getting back at them. Just like, don't uh, fucking text this me. is the other thing that I learned about jealousy. This is a, a big thing I learned about a jealousy about a year ago a little less 
uh, I used to feel so jealous about uh, certain things, and I was like, I want to get, I want to get back at this person. The best way to get back at a person is being the best you possible, uh, and that's the way I get back at racism. Like I said, that quote from Van Jones: "Excellency is the best defense against racism." I, I will not give racists don't deserve any attention other than to be made fun of and mm. satirize in art and comedy. Uh, like, yeah, when someone says some racist shit to me, like it's cool, it's cool, fine. That's yeah. that's your decision. And I'm going to use all of my energy to create things that are excellent to me that show the exact opposite of that. And that's my defense. Hmm. But what about for like the greater of the the the, the, the culture, the people? I don't know. I guess, yeah. Like, this how is do you the, def- what Black Panther's about. Do we send them weapons yeah, or do no, we right? keep building ourselves? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, how do you beat it then? Uh, yeah, uh, th- that's what that movie was about. I hope that in fucking uh, 100, 200 years yeah. that... Uh, everyone will pretty much. They will. Look I believe the same. it. I mean, it'll be I so mixed. It. Everyone will be a mix. It will be that. That's, how, that how are you going to be racist? I believe that too. Like in in time, like these 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 idiots will die out. It's a sad. Yeah. I'm so sorry. Yeah. But they'll they'll pass away, and all of us will pass away. Yeah. And after us, in the year 2040, 42, mm-hmm. like there will be so many love stories. Mm-hmm. I forgot what the original voicemail was about, but I hope. We oh, had... oh, I'm, uh, that's what I was finishing with the jealousy thing. Oh yeah. yeah. Okay. Uh. Uh. You gotta uh, realize that uh, jealousy doesn't exist after you go through a breakup. Uh, uh, what? This is so mean? hard to say uh, because it takes a while. It took me a while. Uh, you I don't have know what to, you mean by that. What do you mean by that? After you know, after you break up with someone, you will be jealous. You're like, who are they fucking with? And I, I, I'm guilty. Uh, listen to the songs that I have. Uh-huh. I, I'm guilty of feeling this way. And this is how I became self aware of it was through creating songs about it and listening to myself and being like, damn, you really are that jealousy son of a bitch. Yeah. Uh, but uh, you have to uh, realize that the the the, the best way to get past that jealousy is to not give it any energy and to fo- and put that energy into you. Mm. It's true selfishness. I mean, I know I'll look back at myself in the future and be like, this was the most selfish form of me, but when else was I going to do it? Yeah, better do it when you're young. Yeah. Oh, so the I'm question was, how do I get old? over an ex? Is yeah. that what he said? Yeah. Uh, give it time, I don't think he friend. asked that. He just said, we just broke up. What do I do? Oh, what do you do? Yeah. Uh, I do think exercise is a good one. Uh, allow yourself to be sad. I think a lot of people are like... Fighting yeah, it. Give it two weeks. Like, I think you can allow yourself to be sad. Yeah, yeah. Because if this was a good relationship, that is a fucking sad thing that that's it's now over. Even if it didn't, you know, wasn't I meant to be. I need a new opinion on relationships. What do you mean? Yeah. You're right. If It, it could have been a, a, a really good relationship. Yeah, like, even if you had, even my worst relationship, I, I fought it. And Ava, like, always asking me, like, oh, tell me some good shit about Snake Woman. <laughs> uh, I'm sorry. They ain't nothing. Close the book. <laughs> and, well, initially, I said, I don't have a single good memory. Yeah. But I think that was just, like, the angry side yeah. of me. But, like, if I really think uh-huh. back, I could probably... I yeah. could probably like really scrape the bottom of the barrel and find at least one or two oh, good yeah, there's, memories. There's plenty of good things. But yeah. uh yeah, like so you can't be sad. That's fine. Yeah. Some people are like, Oh, don't be sad, yeah. let's just go to Vegas and get drunk. I'm like, know, nah, right? that ain't gonna help Definitely you. Be that's sad. that's Definitely not gonna be help sad. you. Be sad because then eventually so you can good. be good. Love is so good. I think that's what you always say that like I I'm my uh, I'm like secretly like love love you just want to be loved yeah i think yeah i and i have such a high degree into which i think love should be mm-hmm. i'm uh, all other forms of love sicken me and it it sucks to what are the other way. forms every, every other type uh like what perfect love of my opinion and uh, it's just that's such the, a flawed way to live your humanity. imperfect love of my opinion i don't yeah. know what that means yeah uh yeah i think i just have i have a degree i i, I have a this is the issue. I, I love being a decisive person, but the issue with it is that I know what I like and what I want. And if it isn't what I like and what I want, uh, then I cast it aside as not you good. Really, you really do. And all forms of love. But are you good. are also mm-hmm. so easily swayed. 
so if I like e- it. If I like so it. easily swayed. If I like it. If, if you I- get if you hear an opinion from from a friend or yeah. something, mm-hmm. instantly mm-hmm. that is one hundred percent fact mm-hmm. to you. Like mm-hmm. fucking scientists have been studying that mm-hmm. that one thing for twelve months. Mm-hmm. Instantly, you're on board. Mm-hmm. If I like it, I like it. Yeah. yeah. And uh, I, I know what I like and I don't like. And that's what messes me up in real life. Like, love isn't like that. Mm-hmm. But as an artist, I think it helps me because I have such a perspective on my own life. But as a person, it's just, it sickens me to live this way. You're such a weirdo. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, all right. Let's play the next voicemail. Yeah. Aaron. So I guess this is how it's going to be, huh? So uh, I'm coming back after you real quick. Uh, so on uh, August 17th, uh, you, you, you created the tweet, and you talked about this on the podcast. And I'm very upset that you didn't bring up my my tweet, um, but uh, uh, you said, come for me. I feel like text wrote some people. And you know what? I commented on it. I, I thought I came back with a pretty good quip, you know. Uh, uh, big fan of school, rock. Apparently, you're not. Um, and I, I, I commented on it, and I said, uh, you're tacky, and I hate you. You came back at me with a plug and a very serious response. Very upset. I'm not going to lie. All I have to say is, you're too tall. I don't understand what you say. You get sidetracked. I hate it. But I love you. Stay low, stay low. My first thought is, I think I might be the perfect height. Let's be real. For a, for a man, for a guy, uh, maybe even for a girl. 6'3", let's, let's agree. That's the perfect height. That's a great height to I'm be. I'm not too That's tall. That's a great height to be. But I'm also not short at yeah. all. I'm, a, I'm above average. Uh-huh. It's, it's perfect. It's yeah. like it's your problem is your dick is too big. <laughs> like if you have just above average, did, that's did the best place me? to be. I literally said this after we when we were at Denny's at the table. I'm not sure if you were there when all, everybody from the music video was there. I was just they were talking about height, and I said that uh, my height is my my disappointing about myself because like I'm like five foot eight or five foot nine. I'm like average height, mm-hmm. and it just doesn't fit my personality. I would rather be short or tall. Yeah, and I, me how I act as a person. If I was five foot two, I I would get more girls. Uh, and laughs, honestly. Yeah, I would be funnier if I was five foot two. Oh my god, I'd be funnier. Yeah, uh, like if I would, and if I was six foot two, like fuck, it's like Kevin be, Hart. Yeah, but I'm normal height. A lot Damn. of people don't put respect on Kevin Hart's name, but that motherfucker is funny. He's really funny. If you knew him in real life, he would be making you laugh all the time. Yeah, but people don't want to. He'd be making you laugh. So, uh, mm-hmm. fucking Anthony Fantino. Uh, he uh, he's a fucking YouTuber. He reviews music. I don't know if you know. Oh who he yeah, is. we know who that is. The needle he, drop. He, yeah, the needle drop. Uh-huh. He um, he tweeted, and he was probably joking. I don't know. I couldn't tell through the tweet. It's just text. We need the the the, the Twitter voice thing that you were talking about earlier. Yeah. He said that Kevin Hart and Lil Xan has done the equivalent amount of uh, damage to their industry. Not damage, but oh like good for their industry. Oh, so like oh, the, okay. yeah. the amount of things like, that okay. Lil Xan has done uh-huh. in the music world, that's uh-huh. the same amount that Kevin Hart has done. I don't the, know anything about Lil Xan. He has not done anywhere near as what... No. Kev, Kevin Hart is... The biggest stand-up of all time. Uh-huh, of yeah, all time. Yeah, he has the recognition of uh, a lot of people. Why is it when you're the biggest, people like to say I you're not good? I know some comedians that try to say he's not funny, but... Uh, so many comedians. Uh, but that's what... It's like having the top spot, and uh, yeah. Why? I don't... I really don't understand that logic. Uh, uh, yeah, it's because he has so many movies, and like, here's my thing about comedy movies today. Uh, is they're not allowed to be as funny as they are. Uh, and the, the, literally the same thing I'm saying about 2001 is that like now when you make movies, they make it so that every man, woman, and child can, who watches it uh, can enjoy it or these executives yeah. won't let you put it out. Yeah. So the, like, like you said, Kevin Hart is really funny, really, really funny. And his movies are funny too. Yeah. Uh, but like, uh, it's really hard to make a comedy movie of high acclaim today. 
Yeah. Uh, unless you're British. Uh, British. Yeah. Yeah, because you can't. I gotta go over there. Yeah, you can't take a lot of risks, I guess. Uh, yeah, because the executives just won't let you. They're like, uh, my son won't get this, or my but daughter won't get this. Even his <laughs> movies aside, people try to say that he's not funny, and I just uh, think that is so. That's I, just I like so it. dumb to say. Yeah. Even if he's not your flavor of comedy. To say that he's just outright not funny mm-hmm. is crazy to me. I mean, everyone yeah. has their own opinion. I'm trying to think of other comedians that I think are really funny right now, though. Uh, like currently, right now, I, I think uh, like I, I like I said, I saw John Mulaney's special. It really made me laugh. The yeah. newest one. Uh, yeah, like I said, that that's a great example. Uh-huh. John Mulaney is not the flavor of comedy that I like mm-hmm. at all. Mm-hmm. I can understand and see that he is funny mm-hmm. and he's a great comic, but mm-hmm. he's not for me. Mm-hmm. But I would never say he's an unfunny comic. Like, mm-hmm. that's just crazy. Because mm-hmm. if he was in this room, he would have us dying. 100%. He would have us dying for sure. Yeah. And he can go to any comedy store, any like, co- you know, stage or uh-huh. open mic and have and crush. Yeah. To say he's not funny is just, that's just dumb. Yeah, yeah, yeah. To you say, would be laughing hard if he was to in To say the room. LeBron yeah. is bad is just yeah. dumb because he would fucking break your ankles anytime. I don't know what comedian I think is not funny. Uh, like uh, that that is that is very popular yeah actually you know what I did I was just talking to Falzone and I did tell tell him that I did think that a lot of people aren't funny and uh, in LA I was just I was just thinking like if you want to be really funny you got to go to New York mm-hmm. and because people uh, because the way that it's set up here in LA is people will tell you you're funny in the room because they want to get something out of you in the future in New York people will not laugh at your jokes if you're, they're not you're, funny you're also talking yeah, yeah. it's, it's kind of a, learn how to be a comedian yeah you're saying like a broad statement but you're mm-hmm. you're directing it to people who are not successful yet mm-hmm. you're not directing it because there's Dave Chappelle might live in LA. You're not direct. I don't know if he does, mm-hmm. but you're not directing it to him. You're directing it to the people that we come across mm-hmm. every day. Yeah, in our lives. and I, I I find that there. But what I think he and I he he corrected me on that. And what we came to was that's that, a very uh, Mike move, of course. Yeah. Uh, and, and what we came to was that uh, there are a lot of people trying out here. Uh, a lot uh, a lot of people try, and uh, there's so like I I don't know. A lot of people trying everywhere, though. Uh, he said some smarter stuff, but yeah. you know I was in one of the moods. <laughs> Mike, oh, anytime Mike gives me a compliment, like how you cherished your mom's compliment, uh-huh. I really cherish Mike's compliments. Uh, I told my crew a compliment he said through text, and they were like, did he really say that? And I was like, yeah. <laughs> like he complimented yeah, them? Yeah, he said like some really nice stuff about them via text message, and I read it out because we were all in the same car. And how'd, they, they, how'd that make them feel? They were, they, were, they were really appreciative of it. Really? Because we had just shot with him for my show uh, that's going to come out on Saturday. Not that this is the reason why Snippy, as you can see, we're holding fucking microphones. <laughs> we're recording a goddamn I think she podcast. Wants to be let outside. Uh, no. As so, as I was saying, uh, this is you shouldn't give people compliments because you should do it because you actually mean it. Like yeah, if I uh-huh. compliment you, it's because I mean yeah, it. Yeah, you gotta. Uplift but honestly. Somebody. People really like that. People like when you compliment them because yeah, it yeah. makes them feel good about themselves. I, and I give people too many compliments and they don't like it or believe it anymore. Really? Yeah. I think because you say it the way you say it. Yeah. I say it just like normally. No, it's, you say it and it sounds like a joke. Yeah. I, but it does. I, that's the thing. People always think I'm joking. That's, that's got to suck. Yeah. To net people never take you serious. I, I'm cool with it though, but then sometimes they really do. So I think 99 percent of the time, people are like, ah, well, in the shit you say. Uh, what I've learned within like the past year and a half, like since SourceFit's been over, and I just like go to parties and shit. I'm like, people temp- typically think the shit I'm saying is fucking funny. Yeah. But like, it does suck. It's like, what if I wanted to be serious, but I can do it too. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I would. Like I would love for you to see you uh-huh. have a just a normal conversation. It's hard. You do it every now and then, but even then, you jump into like, well, yeah, this is the art that I want to make, and mm-hmm. I feel like it has to be impactful. Like, <laughs> yeah. you, I, I want to see you just have a conversation yeah. with like yeah. a person, an old lady who uh-huh. has 
stories about when she came here from the Philippines. I don't know. Yeah. And you just like 100% just listen. And I could do that. It has nothing to do with you. I could do that. I don't think I've ever seen you do that. Oh, shade. I say, <laughs> truth, truth. Have uh, you? Yeah. I don't yeah. think so. I listen to people all the time. Like, uh, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> that time. That one time. When. <laughs> do you Do you agree that you, and this is a good thing. I feel like if this is what energy uh-huh. you want, uh-huh. but yeah, the conversations with me are never normal. Yeah, yeah, like good. How many friends do you have that uh, that? How do I how do I word that? How do you, how many friends do you have that don't want you to fix it if they have a problem? Fix it? Yeah, like if they're like, "Well, this shit just happened. Fuck that shit ruined my week." How many friends do you have that don't want you to have any solutions? Uh oh, they just want to just talk to me. Yeah, just they to just get me to listen. Word vomit. Uh yeah, not not many people. Yeah, come I feel to me like the, the people that you hang out with, that's yeah. not their vibe. Uh, if it's one on one, I mean, yeah, people. I'm not usually a person that people come to for like sympathy or anything like that. Oh, that's oh. an interesting thing. Or yeah, I'm why just, do you think that is? Uh, I'm not very sympathetic because my parents were never sympathetic to me. Damn, isn't it crazy <laughs> when it stems back to the family? Yeah, uh, that's like therapy right there. That when I was doing therapy yeah. like two three years ago, whenever the fuck that was. Mm-hmm. That everything that I would hit her with, yeah. she'd be like, "Well, what happened when you were a kid?" And mm-hmm. this would happen. I was like, yeah. "Oh fuck!" God yeah. Damn. How does I'm it? Just why cool does it just it. stay with you? Yeah, because that's the way you were raised. Like my parents were never like. Some, I'm cool is it, with it. Is like, it, it? So it's our brain. Like yeah. that's just the, that's the it way remembers you how you it can change. But I personally like the way that I am. That's why I always joke with my friends. I'm always like, I shouldn't have kids because, like, I'm not very like. I feel like I'm not. I'm like people are. You know, people personally always mad at me that I'm always like, well, just fucking go do it. Just fix yeah, it. Yeah. Just fix it. And that's so unsympathetic. Some people don't like that. Some people don't like it. Yeah, they that's really why don't. I think like not many people can su- survive around me. I, yeah. I'm not for the. Being friends with me is not for the weak-hearted. Like, I'm really fun at, casually at a party. Like, yeah, the shit I say is like funny. Like game night. Uh, yeah, game night. You see me once every three months. Yeah, it's yeah, really yeah. fucking funny. But, like, on a day-to-day basis, it's... <laughs> <laughs> it's tiring. It's tiring. Uh, uh, I, that's why I pick my friends well. Uh, and that's hmm. why I think I have really good friends who, who are not sympathetic towards me and always tell me when I, when I fuck up. But here's the interesting yeah. thing. Like, uh, in moments, I'll catch you where you wish some of your friends that are around you were more sympathetic. Yeah, I do. I, I I think about it sometimes. So that that's like a conflicting thing. That's but there's a the thing. But I'm cool with it. I I, I quickly set it aside. Right. I think like what you were just saying that none of my friends come to me. I think about that like on Saturday nights when I'm just in my room sitting like in my <laughs> living room with my hands folded and and like I'm like no one's calling me and I'm uh I do think about it. I'm like I do get sad. And I'm like man, I wish I I wish I had that. Um, but it, I quickly move on. Uh, but it, you quickly it, move on because that's what you know because yeah, that's what you did yeah. when you were a kid. Yeah. Uh-huh. It's a coping mechanism. It's a coping mechanism. Wow. Yeah. It doesn't bother me uh, at this stage in my life. At right. Because you're used to it. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. So? No, no, no. Yeah. wrong with it. I, but you're right, though. I was sad recently that I was like, no one's being sympathetic towards me. But, yeah. You literally said that. Yeah. But yeah, but it's only in the moment that I feel it. Yeah. And then I, I, I let it go. You should allow yourself to live in that for a while. Yeah, imagine if I had someone around me that was really felt really sorry for me. <laughs> yeah, but uh, no, honestly, because yeah. like, yeah, I could change. Being happy all the time is gr- ideally mm-hmm. that's great, I mm-hmm. guess. But like, man, some of the best songs I've ever written, in my in my opinion, were when I was fucking sad as fuck. Yeah, you never know what art yeah. can come from it. Yeah, I I do need to switch. I do want my per- I think my perspective has switched in a certain way recently. I don't but... want that to sound like I think that you should thrive or strive to be sad i yeah. think that shit yeah. i was talking to I a, a friend, friend about this I should be sad isn't it weird that the internet 
if you if you write a tweet right uh-huh. and one of it one tweet and they're both pretty yeah. much saying the same punchline yeah. or the same premise mm-hmm. but if one of them is self-deprecating and one is like talking about being sad or depressed it'll do so much better than the one that's oh yeah not, yeah yeah, yeah. Is yeah, that yeah, yeah. Weird? because p- p- depression is relatable uh and uh like sadness is sadness like i've been i tweet about being broke all the time because yeah. like it's hella relatable yeah like i i, I get like people get, feel the same way as me uh-huh. uh it's just like the negative things are more relatable <laughs> and honestly uh, and it's okay it's like i feel like yeah. that's that's no shade yeah. to logic this is not meant in a dis- disrespectful mm-hmm. way but like i feel like that's why his career is at where he is oh because he, he had the, the suicide hotline song yeah, uh-huh. and that's a very relatable like subject and, and song you. yeah a lot of people have connected with me because people always bring up those videos i did back in the day like you know sad things happen and there's a video when, oh youtube videos yeah oh yeah yeah i i because I, you know i used to be uh, yeah i used to be pretty deep in yeah uh my brother i just talked to my brother on the in phone the other night. yeah i was pretty i was pretty i was in the dark side for a while i was not happy yeah i mean i still ain't happy <laughs> but like you used to sit there yeah at, at like uh, okay so let me paint a picture for everybody imagine being out with like five of your friends uh-huh. and everyone's just like saying jokes having a good time there's pizza on the table it's hot and fresh you know mm-hmm. this is like a local mom and pop shop so you know it's good mm-hmm. will is in the corner not saying he hasn't said anything for 25 minutes <laughs> he looks like he hasn't slept in two weeks <laughs> and his hands are in his lap and he's kind of hunched over and he hasn't really moved and you're not really sure if he's even breathing and he just looks so sad and he's zoning out he's probably looking at the pizza but he's looking through it kind of how he was looking through me yesterday on the set but and it's vision. it's it, it feels like he's lifeless, and then yeah. you'll be like, "Will, will," and then he'll yeah. pop into it and be like, "Oh, yeah. what's up?" Yeah, I used to, I used but to be, you used to live in that. I used to live there. Yeah, and now I've uh, lately I've I've had some shit that's just crazy, and you know I don't like sharing my this kind of shit, but uh, like I I will literally lay in my bed and play out like stories in my head. I I use that I use that power in a different way now. Hmm. It's like I've I feel like if there's anything that's changed, like everybody says like, "Oh, will you changed since SourceFed?" Like is like what's different? Like what's different? about me now is that like i have my i have control over my emotive layer Mm. and i like i i I see things in my head and i can build stories and i did not have that ability just two years ago um yeah i mean you know and uh it took a while to get there and i I, i'm thankful for a while it 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 is here i do have a muse now Uh, unless you've changed for the worse which i feel like that's subjective Never let a fucking friend say you've changed. What happened to you? Fuck that. Of yeah. course I've changed, bitch. Luckily, and yeah. when they say you've changed, you go and. Luckily, people mean in a good way. They're like, you've been doing some sit ups, huh? Like, <laughs> oh, yeah. like you getting buff? Yeah, but we yeah. was hitting them racks, yeah. huh? See, but I did have a friend tell me recently on the phone, like, you should, ooh, you should be sad. Oh yeah, I should be yeah, sad. You told they me said that. I should be sad. I I uh, I told Owen about that. Like you should just always be sad. Like what does that uh, mean? Yeah, like because like I there's there's things that I should be sad about in my life. Like some. Oh, they should, were saying you should allow yourself. Yeah, like they were like because like you know just shit. And, like, uh-huh. I should be sad about personal things, but I was telling them like if you don't have a sense of humor about yourself. Like so, like like then like what are you gonna then what do you do? Oh, uh, like but laugh I, it off. I mentioned the Owen. Uh, we were talking about crying, and he he was like, if has it, Owen ever cried? That's what I, I was. I, I made the joke that I was I was joking. I was like, if I'm crying, something bad must have re- something really fucking bad must happen. Uh-huh. Uh, and he was like, if I'm crying, then something really bad must happen. I was like, I think even more so for him. <laughs> yeah, you two living together. Uh, yeah, we dig. Neither of you that. have ever. Like I can't ever imagine Owen crying. Yeah, Owen has no sympathy for me. Did, like they, Owen has no sympathy for anyone. Yeah, like I surround myself with people who don't feel sorry for me and tell me the truth. I think Owen might not yeah. have empathy either. Yeah, yeah, empathy as well. Like uh, empathizing with someone else. Yeah, like yeah, yeah. Like I don't. Well, it's I, a different type. Actually, it's a different no, type. because it's like it's a different type. 
yeah, when he talks about politics and stuff and the crazy shit mm-hmm. that's going on. Yeah. And like he has all that the, type. Yeah. It's the immediate type that he doesn't have. Like, oh, this person is upset with this person. Like, he does not care about any drama or anything, but like, definitely has political empathy. Like, he has world empathy. World empathy. But like, for your scheme. social life. But yeah. He doesn't like, you know, you have a roommate, and you're like, you want to tell your roommate all the, the drama that just happened? Yeah. Like, Becky at work yeah. called me a bitch <laughs> yeah. at the copy machine. He doesn't give a single fuck. He doesn't fuck. care about it at all. And, and he I doesn't even really want to hear it. He'll, he will he will yeah, walk he out of the room. He doesn't want to hear it. Uh, and, and just like, you know, like I talk about me sitting on my couch, like, uh, when, <laughs> like on Saturday night having nothing to do. What is he doing when you're sitting uh, on your couch? Uh, I mean, he's smoking cigarettes or, so he's, <laughs> or, he doesn't, or editing. So he doesn't go hang out either? Uh, no, no we, we don't have no friends or anything. We just. <laughs> but are you hanging out together or is he in his uh, room I, and you're in your. In, we hang out, so we talk about. You'll politics, go in his room, yeah. say some shit, and then yeah. go back to yeah. your room, say some shit to yourself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're That's just hilarious. two lonely people and it's uh, great. <laughs> That should be a sitcom. Two lonely yeah. people. Oh, I've already written it. I'm not gonna lie. Really? <laughs> yes. Two lonely people. I I I I want you to see it so bad, and I, I you are gonna already know what it's about. Oh really? Uh, yeah. Uh, it's so funny. The Netflix building is right there. Let's go knock on the door. Uh, like, uh, you think you, you think I'm kidding? Like, uh, uh, why not? My mom wants me to knock on the Netflix door, so maybe we should plan that. Uh, uh I I feel like I was gonna okay. wrap I was gonna wrap it up there, but then you made a sound. Okay, nope, it's all good. I think love is real. Let's back it up five, ten seconds. The Netflix door's right there. We can go knock on it. Yeah. All right, you want to do that? My yeah. mom wants me to, so maybe we should go try yeah. that. Yeah. All right, this is the She Didn't Text Back podcast. We appreciate you. Will has a new song. It's called Life Is Mine by Arsenio Silverstone. That's my new music name. I have a new Spotify page. I'll be honest. I needed Siri to like find that for me. Like I try to, I try to find it on Spotify and then, or sorry, Google. Oh, I, my name. It was, it was a struggle. So if you can't find it, Google it first. It'll pop up. I think it's because you just switched over your profile. Yeah, I right? just switched over my. And Will Haynes still exists, yeah. which sucks. I, I still have be. that problem too, because yeah. like on Apple Music, some of my shits under DVG. I'm like, fix the shit, bitch. It's been a I, year. I gotta fix it. Yeah, uh, yeah. I'm really just starting. That's like the first ever Arsenio Silverstone Hell song. Yeah. So Hell I'm yeah. super excited that. Uh, it's finally come out. Uh, I'm I'm uh, I'm glad with the producer called Scotty. Like you know, Scotty made it. And uh, oh yeah, I, I love the song. It's it's a it's a truth about the character. All right, uh, go listen to that. I also have a song called Petty in the Air. It just came out. Go listen to the shits on Spotify as well. Just type in Darren. Uh, and then I also have a music video dropping next week. So uh, yeah, talk to you later. Goodbye.